What's up, guys? Morning Barbarians Podcast, guys and gals. Morning Barbarians Podcast, episode 32. I'm here. We're in Terrence Parlor. It's me, Billy. Got Taryn. Yo. And X is joining us as well. Back on. Hopefully, hopefully at a reasonable volume, but... Yeah, dude, speak up. <laughs> I will try to be as loud as possible. No promises. Uh, yeah, Strum's not here. He's spending time with the family. We're not jealous at all. Don't worry. We're fine. We're doing doing, doing well. <laughs> yeah. I slept till 11.30 today. <laughs> yeah, this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, so remember how, like, two weeks ago, I think I was talking about how during the fall, I really push myself, and then in the winter, I, like, hibernate? Yeah. <laughs> well, today was that first hibernation day. <laughs> so, Fair enough. No, yeah. yeah. I got canceled this morning, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah, man, you've been getting up early and fucking going hunting. Since late September, probably. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That consistently late September. So, <clears throat> but you guys had uh, last week of classes this week too, right? Yep. Today, yep. Had our last classes today. Um, got one of my finals done. That was cool. The uh, my Spanish final was online, and it opened up today. So got that knocked out, which is cool because then I don't have to worry too much about working this weekend because that fucking plowing just one day like. Fucking up your sleep schedule like that, like that'll that'll easily put me out all Sunday. Totally, you know what I mean so. Yeah, yeah, I got the, that one knocked out, and then um, I was able to space it out where I only have one a day, Monday, Monday through Thursday, but just one a day. So yeah. should be able to focus on that, take the final, and then study for the one tomorrow. And right, take it day by day, and not get all stacked on top of each other. Yeah, so that should That's be too nice. bad. I don't know That's about nice. X's. I just got one paper that I want to get over the weekend, and I just, yeah, just one a day, got a couple days off, gonna go flying, the airplane's finally done being, uh, rebuilt, and they have to tear up the engine every 10,000 hours, so, it's finally back in order, and... So is that, whose plane is it? Oh, uh, it's my flight instructor's, he owns it, I oh. technically rent it. So you're getting a, like, you're, do you have your pilot's license? No. Uh, I took the first of the two tests, so I got to get five more hours of flight time, and then I can take the practical. So I go up to, I think it'll be out in Clintonville, and I'll, I'll just fly out there alone. And then the guy's going to do like an oral test for an hour or so, where he just questions me on everything. And then we'll fly for about an hour and a half, and basically anything and everything that I've ever done, I have to be able to do to certain conditions i guess so he has another final exam jesus i guess yeah <laughs> cumulative so you'll you'll have some form of pilot's license then yeah yeah wow dude, right? that's so cool a cdl man. and a pilot's license holy crap he's just gotta do boater safety <laughs> <laughs> maybe next summer I think That's, you should just on principle, just to be able to... <laughs> you be like, I can operate anything, right? no matter what it is. You just gotta, like, I don't know, join the army, learn, like, be a tanker or something. <laughs> God, I guess, cool. I guess fighter cool. jets are probably different, so maybe, maybe you could just join the Air Force or something. There are still a lot of things that I'll have to learn flying. Um, I'll have to get my IFR license afterwards, so that's for like bad weather and stuff. Uh, you can fly yeah. in, in clouds. You learn how to navigate based on instruments because like when you lose all visibility, your body wants to tell you weird shit. So um, if you're in turbulence, it can feel like you're actually going up, 
when really the tendency for the aircraft is to point down, so you'll be losing altitude, and if you get flustered while you could be heading towards the ground, you think you're going up, so you push it down even farther, and a lot of people have killed themselves by flying VFR, visual flight rules, so they aren't trained to fly in clouds. They try to push it to get to their destination, and they fly into clouds, get really disoriented, and then wind up flying into the ground. It's called Controlled Flight into Terrain. They actually named it because it happens so often. It's it's just a normal thing that new pilots push themselves just just a little too far, where you get an old guy who's super cocky and like, I'll be fine, and then they... Yeah. Fly themselves into... And it's like the ground ground. It's not like, oh, I hit a mountain because it's sticking up. It's like... I that straight too, up no, thought, yeah. Uh, controlled flight into terrain is really just the really big, broad one. Like, you can get people who are trying to, like, skim mountains flying VFR, because if you get above a certain altitude, you have to go to IFR because there's so much, like, commercial traffic. So they'll, like, fly close to the peaks, and at night it sort of all blends together into one thing. And Oh, at night, I can imagine, especially. Yeah. So, all sorts of shit. Yeah, that's wild. You got so many different licenses. Okay. Like you're yeah. fucking, you're not even twenty yet, right? Or are you? 20 oh, I'm 20, twenty. Twenty now. Okay. Yeah. Still, but <laughs> still super still, young to yeah, be dude, a pilot cool, and have man. a CDL. Like crazy. Yeah. We'll get there. Crazy. That's fucking pretty impressive. <clears throat> Is it bad that everyone tells me it's really impressive, and then I really don't think it's that impressive? Like I mean, everyone says it's impressive, and I'm like. Thanks, but like I, I don't feel that way. Like I get it, but I don't. You know, I guess it depends who it's coming from. If it's coming from somebody who has their CDL and they're like, "Wow, it's impressive that you're 20 and you have it," I'd probably, I'd probably carry somewhere or like a pilot. It's like, "Well, wow, that's pretty impressive." Yeah. Like, but if it's just like your mom, like probably not, right? She's probably. I mean, just she's your mom. Nice. She's gonna tell you <laughs> she's impressed. Exactly. So, <laughs> I guess that's what I would think. Yeah, it's, it's kind of all like, uh, like what's your your baseline, right? Yeah, you have it. You're like, oh well, I did it. Right. You know, yeah. now it's like it's it, part so of just like, life that I did yeah. it. I yeah, it. that makes sense. Whereas somebody who can barely operate a car, they're like, <laughs> whoa, Jesus. I guess if I start thinking about it as really impressive, I may scare myself, and I don't want to be scared. Fuck that. Fair enough. Dude, I was licensed for a lot of vehicles in the military, but. A lot of that was just pencil whipped. Like, really? yeah, there was like the uh, LMTVs, I think they were called. Um, they were like, <clears throat> I don't know, we see in the movies the ones all the troops like riding the back end, like a big ass, oh, yeah, like yeah. deuce and a half, or if you've ever seen that. Uh-huh. Um, Rambo hijacks in First Blood. Dude, I've never seen Rambo. Neither <laughs> have I. What? I was about to say I know, that. right? I just fucked up, right? We're gonna have a movie night. All right. <laughs> yeah. I know, dude. There's there's a list of like movies I'm embarrassed to say I haven't watched because they're like classic and the ones that elicit that re- reaction. I'm like, <laughs> like, sorry, I know, and like I've seen, I've have seen plenty of classics, you know. But anyway, um, yeah, I was licensed to drive one of those, and I'm pretty sure like the practical test just consisted of us driving in like a rectangle around the motor pool. And they were like, all right, you know how good, basic, good enough. And basic like, operation. Yeah, and the thing with that is like it has air brakes, so like. I mean, you had to you had to get tested on, like all the pre fucking operation steps and shit like that. But yeah, that was a sketchy one to just kind of be like, yeah, all right, whatever. You're you're spending your license, but yeah, isn't that kind of the, the dividing line between like normal small utility vehicle versus large is like air brakes? 
weight and air brakes. I guess length yeah. as well. Because you don't need a CDL to drive a fire truck, which is wild. Cause really? It's fucking heavy and has air brakes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh. dude. I was on Stockton oh, yeah, for like yeah, yeah. You eight fucking, months, yeah. ten months when I was, maybe maybe like a year, when I was like 18 and 19. Yeah. And yeah, we did, I got to drive all of them. <laughs> yeah, everything. You, yeah, you had to be like everything. trained on this shit. Yeah, yeah, it was like, holy crap. I'm super young to be learning how to, but I learned a shitload about driving, dude. Like, I learned how to back up a trailer there. Oh, and nice. to this day, it, like, pays off every time oh, it plays. Yeah. yeah, man. Invaluable skill. That was, uh, that was fun. I did the, uh, um, like, the fucking EVOC courses and shit. You remember that? Yeah, you had to do those every year or whatever. Um, yeah, man, that was fucking, that was wild. Because I was the same age. I was straight out of high school. Like, literally the day I turned 18 on my birthday, I went there and, like, signed up. And, uh. Yeah, I get you. And I was, like, really small, too. We were just looking at the fucking yearbook. I was, like, 120 pounds. Just, like, 5'4", probably, just driving a fucking fire engine down Church Street. Everybody bitching about widening it. Those are the people that haven't driven a fire truck down fucking Pulse Road. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Now they want to make it one lane. Yeah, it's fucking... One lane with a damn bike lane. Terrible. That's so weird. I didn't know they could just do that. Like, that's a state business highway right there. Like in I all think technicality. It's controlled by the city, though, right? Because it's within city limits, yeah, but do you want us to take yeah, semis it's a weird, down It's that? a weird thing. It's weird seeing it, like, politics like that on a local level. Yeah. And, so, you know, something right. actually being, like, very, you know, where you have, you know, you see, like, the older people and stuff like that, like, around town very, you know, if you go out to, like, whatever, you'll see in places. Yeah. So it's like, it feels very connected. And it's like, oh, that's an issue that's like, you know, affects all of us pretty drastically, I think. Right. This yeah. whole end of town would see a big difference if that went down to one lane. Yeah. It would be a hell of a lot more traffic at the stoplights. Yeah, and tons of backups. And think about it, if there's like an accident, oh my God. It'd be a shit show, maybe. Yeah, it's only one lane. <laughs> well, they fucking, they did that to Stanley. What? Last year or two years ago now, the road died on Stanley. They got the bike yeah, lanes, and now they got the yeah. one center turn lane. And yeah. Everybody's bitching about that. I don't remember if that's been better or worse. I, yeah, that has significantly less traffic, too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Division's really busy. You get a lot of semis going down that one. and You get, like, the, where they have the UWSB crossing, where you can hit the lights. That's going to fuck a lot of people up if you get... Like, no one can see in front of the semi, and then the semi just stops, or you get the semi stuck behind a car, and then the car stops really fucking fast, because I've seen people do that. Yeah. Like, you know the kids, they'll, like, they won't look, they'll just be walking straight, and then they'll just slap it as they walk by, <laughs> and out into the road they go, and, like... Dude, those costumes, they just want to get hit. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. <laughs> just fucking hit me. <laughs> I know. Dude, you know what's really weird, too, I noticed, and I don't know what to make of it, but I thought about it the whole rest of the walk, was, uh, so, a lot of times, I end up timing it just damn near perfect or perfect anyway, where, I, like, maybe I'll hit the fucking thing if there's other people walking with me, but if I'm by myself, and there's literally no traffic either way, and I don't have to walk, like, I don't bother hitting the button. Yeah. And that happens, like, a decent amount, where I just time it well enough, where either I'm only waiting for, like, one or two cars, or I'm just, I just fucking... No, not not a car in sight, um, but there was a there was a girl probably like at least half a block in front of me, and there was one car coming, and she hit the button and like had the car like stop for her basically instead of just like letting the car go, and it was like really weird. I don't know. I I was like 
trying to think like what her mindset was. Like if she just didn't look any more than the one car, she's like, oh, car coming, let me hit the button. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, there's no cars after that one. Or if she was just like, she just automatically does it, just muscle memory, like walks walks by and hits the fucking button. I don't know. I was like, it's so weird because like I wouldn't have done that. Like I would have just, just let, like let the car. It was go just one car. Yeah, they were already going. There was like it, you would have just had to stop. It, like she wouldn't have had to wait for any amount of time really. But yeah, I was like, that was like a weird thing to like slow that car down. Like <laughs> when know. you could, when it would be basically the same amount of probably quicker. It probably would have been faster for everybody. Yeah, yeah. If she would have just let them go. So I was like, I was like, it was weird that she did that. Like <laughs> yeah, I've seen people do that it too. Is. And generally, when I'm there, like, I'll wait for traffic if no one's there. Like, Yeah, if it's just me walking shit, and there's, like, two cars coming or four cars coming or something, like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait 10, 15 seconds. Like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. If I feel weird stopping them just for me, and like, when totally. it's, like, one car, because, yeah, it seems more reasonable Even for when everybody. I almost feel worse when it's a bunch of cars. It's like, why am I going to stop this entire horde of people for <laughs> my personal gain? Like, I don't have, I'm not in a rush. I've got nowhere to be but either home or a class. Yeah. And it's like, these people are on the road. They're going faster. They're bigger. Like, they have the right of way. It feels weird to stop everyone just for me. Well, technically, they don't. Yeah, you, the right pedestrians do. Yes, <laughs> but. Totally. When I first started at UWS, they didn't even have those there. Those lights. I think it was like my first two or three years there, they didn't have them there. They had one in Rapids that I would always get stuck at when I was driving the semi. And it was the scariest shit ever because, like, the big vehicle can't stop. And I would be close enough where I can't stop and someone would hit the light or I'd be right on the edge of being able to stop. And someone would hit the light and start walking. And I'm just like, you're going to get run over. Like, I can't stop. Like, if you had been a second or two later, I wouldn't have been able to stop. And I had to do that a bunch of times where I just, I just put on the air horn and it's like, get the fuck out of my way. Like, I cannot stop for you. Yeah. Like, Especially a big, heavy vehicle like that. Yeah. I mean, even if you think about, you know, uh, like you said, that girl that just like, will walk, you know, walked out, like hits the button, walks out, doesn't even look. Yeah. It's like, okay, if somebody's paying attention and immediately breaks when they see you doing that, make that decision to just walk. Yeah. It's still yeah. like, you know, there's a still decent chance of them hitting you, but if they're looking at their phone oh, for yeah. three seconds yeah. and they look you're down as dead. you decide to go, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, you know, it's like... Yeah, even at that, even at 25, 30 miles an hour, you're fucking dead. Oh, like, my your fucking God, skull yeah. is crushed. You're Especially if it's it. a big vehicle. Like, think about <laughs> yeah. a truck that's lifted six inches, like, you're fucked. Or, like, a fucking snowplow or something on it. Oh, like, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be so fucked. Yeah, it's crazy. I had there was one time I had a car honk. I thought they were honking at me or you know I, I looked because like why are you honking? But they were like I didn't think that guy was gonna stop. And I was like oh like thanks good looking out man like yeah. <laughs> like yeah it was, you're trying it was to hit somebody. Hot. You know, yeah. Be able to stop. <clears throat> yeah. It's a lot of trust in other people. I yeah. just don't think I feel I'm like capable. there's a lot of people that just don't think it's gonna happen to them. That's yeah, probably it's not yeah. Happen to me. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, or people who like think they wouldn't care as much as they would like someone who just like right. who just doesn't think it would be as bad as it would, and they fucking get their femur broken and like a lacerated liver and shit. Like, yeah, you get all fucked just up. Just totally like, fucked up. Like, do you have any idea what would happen? Right. Just a little fucking ziploc baggie full of fucking yeah. jelly. Like you're gonna yeah. fucking. I feel like when I was in school, you always heard like, "Oh, well, if they hit you in the crosswalk, like they're at least paying you're for, paying your, for your college." And yeah. it's like, <laughs> like bro. dude, your college like is like fifty grand. Like <laughs> the, the the use of a limb for your lifetime is worth a lot more than that. Well, if anything, get hit by a semi. Because if they because <laughs> they're gonna disa- fucking kill you. No, you if they do, don't have to worry well about that, and yeah. if they disable nope. you, 
the company has to pay your wages for life. So whatever minimum wages, you just get an installment every month for the rest of your fucking life because this company ended any chance of you working. So, I mean, like, my insurance on the semi, I guess my boss's insurance that I'm covered by, it's over $5 million, right? Because if I hit someone, that's you fuck their life forever. Now my boss has to pay for that, so the insurance covers that. So, I mean, if you're going to get hit by a vehicle, make it a semi, you'll either die or <laughs> you'll at least get more money out of it. Holy shit. You imagine seeing that? How fucking crazy that would be to be like a block away. Like you're like you're at the YMCA. You're like a block away, <laughs> and you just see somebody walk on. You hear the brake screech, and boom! And fucking body just flips up over the Dude. vehicle and just fucking smashes down on the pavement. Maybe somebody avoids it, or maybe they run them. Oh my god, that'd be so gnarly. And then what? You're supposed to go to class after that. Fuck. Luckily, the fucking ambulance is right there. It's literally right in front of the fire station. So the right response the time response time would be very quick. And yeah, a trip to the hospital would be like two minutes. But. God damn, that would be yeah, fucking traumatizing. Dude, would you guys make an appointment with your therapist? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna fuck you up. Could you imagine you being the them. driver, though? Yeah. Like, if you were in a semi, just the last thing, because I've run over deer and shit, and it's like the last thing you see is they always, every time they look up. Right <laughs> like, before no. you hit them. Right before. Like, like they late. always are either looking away or staring dead at you, but when they're looking away, it's like that last second. They so look sad. up, and then they disappear. <laughs> and you barely feel it. It's more that you hear it, and you can hear them crunch as they go under. Oh, just Jesus. imagine being the semi-driver. You're just driving. All of a sudden, a kid walks out in front of you. <laughs> They're probably looking at their phone. Then they just, the last thing that you see is them looking up, dead at you, <laughs> and then they disappear, and you just hear a bunch of clunks. <laughs> God. That's so gross. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fucking horrifying. That would. <laughs> To everyone too, right? Like even people like driving, like people who are driving, they'd be like, "Yeah, I always stop at crosswalks now because one time I saw a girl get obliterated by a semi truck." Oh my god, like, that would change everybody's life. Yeah. That would be a part of that, even if they're just a bystander, hundred percent. They would change that crosswalk for sure. They would do something. I don't know what they really crossing guards. Like I don't know what else they would do. Stoplight. I'm really surprised they don't have a stoplight at the YMCA by yeah. now because there was it was a couple years ago or like a round. Roundabout could work, actually. They'd have to make it wider, though. They'd have to take, like, the right. houses on each corner. They'd have to take Right, open it up. You're right. Even, at least a stoplight. Because there was a couple years ago at, um... I forget if it was there or up at the next stoplight by the store. It might have been there, actually. But there's this dude that I always used to see at the Y, and he was biking there, and he, like, got smoked. Fuck. And got, you know, <clears throat> big... I saw a guy get hit uh, by a car on a bike... Because he was going, like, against traffic on the sidewalk. Like, he wasn't in the road. And so a guy was going to turn right, so he was only looking left. So he didn't even look to see if, the, you know, like, a pedestrian or whatever. And, yeah, so the guy was rode his bike right when the... Like, luckily, wow. it was right when the guy accelerated, so it was pretty fucking low Slow, speed, and he yeah. seemed fine or whatever. But, like, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, that guy just got hit by a fucking car! Like, holy shit! But, yeah, and then I almost did that same thing. Um, Whatever that fucking street is... um. Because you can't take Franklin all the way down to the division because it's one way right by the Y. So you turn That's right Prentice, and left yeah. um, by the funeral home thing. Yeah. Um, same thing. Guy on a sidewalk on a bike. And I was like going to turn right. So I was just looking left. And then, you know, I looked right before I went. And I was like, Jesus, like fucking scared the shit out of me. Like I didn't, I didn't see him until like I was just about right to go. There, yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah, it's amazing. More people don't live 
Dude, in high school, me and my buddy used to always go, uh, we, we both had the same fucking period off, so we would either go to Hardee's for breakfast if we left right away, or if we would wait, then we could get Taco Bell when they opened. <laughs> so we'd do that shit, like, almost every day. And, uh, one time he was fucking texting and driving, I had to say something, because he almost fucking rear-ended somebody at the stoplight right by the store there, like, going to, like, Hardee's or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yo! And he's like, what? Fucking shit! He's like, dude, thanks for saying something. He's like, I fucking, I would have fucking smoked him. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I totally fucking regretted somebody texting and driving like two oh, years ago. Oh, shit, man, yeah. Dude. Just like being stupid, I, it was like, I had never gotten in an accident before, and I'd never had any any driving issue before. And it was like, I was just coming home from being out in the woods, and I was like looking down at my phone, and all of a sudden, look up, and Fuck. red light, and a big line of cars behind it, and ooh, it just didn't have enough room. Happens a lot faster than you'd expect. It does. That's what I was blown away. Every every other time, I just looked up in time, and it was like, oh, whatever, I'll slow down. But I misjudged how you know where the cars are gonna be when I looked down, and then I looked up, and it was like they were right there. Fuck. <clears throat> Yikes! Don't text and drive. Yeah, no shit. That definitely, dude. That was <clears throat> since then. I'm like, way better. <clears throat> Isn't it weird that humans have to fuck up before they learn? It's like everyone tells them, don't text and drive. Yeah. But they will text and drive until they rear end someone or hit someone. Yeah. And then they'll stop. And it's like, I feel like it's that way in everything. Like, you're told not to do something. Like, people who've been through it, they're like, just don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's going to suck. And then they do it until they make the same mistake. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Some people do. Because there are some mistakes that some people, like, get told and see, like, oh, that's really shitty, I'm never going to do that, and they really never do it. Yeah, I guess. And then there's dumbasses like me where it's like, yeah, just think about it, it's not a good idea to text and drive, then do it anyways. Get away with it for a while, but it catches up with you eventually. I I used to text and drive. Everybody listening, Kyla's here too. She's just being really quiet, trying to be. And then she's trying to tell me notes, but not be on the podcast. And then Billy and X stop talking. So, sorry. That's what all that was about. <laughs> <laughs> Several seconds of dead air. <laughs> it's all right. It happens. Well, I was thinking about how <laughs> my coworker, when you open the credit union, you have to go in at like six thirty so that you can get shit ready. And she took the highway, she took I-39, and she fucking slid into the ditch because plows don't go through that early in the morning. And I was telling Taryn, like, you just have to let people learn about that. Because I told her not to do that. But she's 17, so. Makes a lot of sense. Can't tell them nothing, yeah. You gotta, gotta learn it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hope it doesn't get as bad as last year. There was, like, that two-week period we got, like, an ice storm. And then it got super cold, and they couldn't get the ice off I-39, but I was stuck driving down I-39 because I had to get to work. And there's no connection to where I work other than 39. And I I just had to go, like, 25 down I-39 every fucking morning at, like, 4.30. And, yeah. Yeah, it's really sketchy. It definitely (laughs) is. I mean, when it starts to get really cold for long stretches, that's when it, like, really gets kind of... Yeah, because you get that, like, ice on the road, and then the salt doesn't work as well, so you're stuck with ice. Yeah, or it doesn't really work at all. Well, yeah, once it gets, like, below zero, it usually doesn't work, so. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then you also have, like, the sun sometimes when it's, like, so cold. It'll get, like, we'll have a strong Sunday, so then stuff that's snow will turn into ice throughout the day because it'll, like, thaw and then instantly refreeze. It's, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, driving in snow is very interesting. It's every year, you know, it's kind of... You have to, like, relearn, basically. Yeah, Yeah, you have to definitely get used to it, and I'm amazed being in Wisconsin that more people don't have bigger vehicles. Like, we still have so many cars here. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I feel it's, like... Yeah. Because we have snow for six months out of the year, you know? It's a... I have need I need a truck so bad. I, uh, I'm i having to relearn my car because there's, like, like almost full tread on the tires, but there's so little tread on the fucking car tires that, like, when I, when I go over, like, uh, when was it that we had, like, two or three inches of snow? Like, I was fucking slipping. Like, really? Yeah, I, it was bad. So I had to, like, I, I took the back roads and, like, before this, I literally drove for, like, a half hour, and I found all the dirt roads and the back roads, and I was like, all right, we're going to figure this shit out again, because it's fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want, like, a pickup truck, get, like, a half inch of tread. I don't think I'll ever find a half inch, but just get a lot of tread and not have to worry as much about spinning out, and I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, once you get a four-wheel drive, and even yeah. even a bigger vehicle that's a front-wheel drive, like, those, like, I think those mid-size SUVs are gonna, you know, keep getting more and more and more popular because of that. It's, you're safer, you're up higher. Yeah, definitely. I had a front-wheel drive, that was my first car, and honestly, other than the ground clearance, it wasn't bad in the snow. Yeah. Because it, it just, it didn't have the best tires for it, they were kind of wide. But it was front-wheel drive still, so I had decent traction because all the, you know, the engine weight. weight yeah. And then I had an e-brake right in the middle, so, like, if I'm... You know, once you Get learn how to use that thing <laughs> in the snow, it's, like, it's so easy. They're oh, yeah. really fun to drift. The front, oh, yeah. Like, I'll drift my car if we got enough snow and I'll go in, like, a gravel lot. Like, they're fun as hell to drift, but I want something that's really, really hard to drift. Like a pickup truck. Dude, I promise you, they're not hard to drift. Yes. <laughs> Anytime you get back rear wheel drive, dude, as long as you can counter steer. Yeah, I guess. Fucking golden. Yeah, when I found out I was going to Ford Drum, that was the first thing I did was started looking for a truck. I wanted a Tacoma, but I couldn't find one for eight grand, so I got got the old Ranger. Hell yeah, but, dude, uh, those Tacomas they hold their value, man. Dude, Tacomas they're are hard fucking to, yeah, hard to get it's a nice fucking truck. They are. I almost <laughs> bought one of those when I bought my pickup that I now. Looked at them. Yeah, they're really nice, but uh. Yeah, I was like, dude, fuck that, because, yeah, you get guys in their fucking sports cars that couldn't leave the parking lot in the morning just from, like, the fucking windrow from the snowball going through, <laughs> like, it's, they, their car is fucking plowed in, like, it's fucking... Last year, I was gonna go shovel my brother's, uh, or maybe it was two years ago, I was gonna go shovel his driveway, he was selling his house, and he wasn't in town anymore, and I was at some intersection, I was trying to take the intersection, but the snow was so deep... That I was, like, I got stuck just in the middle of the fucking road. I think we got, like, 12 inches of snow that day. And I, I was just in the middle of this street, like, intersection, stuck. And I had a fucking shovel in my car. And I had to shovel the entire fucking intersection to get my car turned around and get out of there. And that was the worst thing I've ever had to do. It was horrible. I, I was shoveling for, like, an hour and a half. And finally some guy in a pickup truck came by with a plow. And he, he finished it off for me. And I was like, thank you. Like, I just need to get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to go shovel this house. But I just want to go home, home now. <laughs> <laughs> Done my shoveling for the day. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of excited to go plow, actually. Just because, I don't know. When you know it's only, like, part-time, it's like, it's not bad. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's an end in sight. Like, once mm-hmm. once class starts up again, like, I don't think I'll be doing any snow removal. Just because, like I said... You are saying, like, through January? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, just over the... winter break, yeah, yeah. And then I think classes start up again January 24th, so be done by then, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, like, dreading it. It's not too bad. It's, that truck has fucking shitty bald tires, though, so that's shitty. This is, like... That plow truck does? Yeah, this is, like... It needed new tires fucking last winter. And it got driven all summer, too. So it's fucking... Yeah, it's already gotten stuck, like, two or three times this winter. So I'll probably get stuck tonight, but... Uh, <laughs> and hopefully that's fucking the worst of it. I don't have to drive fucking careful and just keep her in four-wheel on them mm-hmm. going. But, uh... Yeah. This is its last storm with these fucking old tires, and they're so, so shitty. <laughs> I got stuck last year trying to get up the fucking driveway. It was, like... It was really steep, but it was, like, during an ice storm... And yeah, I got fucking stuck, because as soon as you start pushing a little bit of snow, that extra weight, like, it's all in mm-hmm. the front, yep. so it fucking lifts all the weight there, and yeah, the tires just won't fucking grab. Yikes. So do you plow in four-wheel, then? Yeah. Yeah, you do? Okay. Yeah, just because, yeah, you're pushing so much weight. Right, it? you almost have to, I yeah, would but... guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's not too bad, like, when we try to go, like, a storm like this, where it's supposed to be more than four inches... We'll probably go out <clears throat> when we're figuring it'll be about four inches. Because once you get more than that, it really takes a lot more time to move. Like, to plow it in for the people to, like, snow blow it and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Just... So four inches is the number. <clears throat> Usually. It depends, too. I mean, like, if it's nice, light, fluffy stuff, you can do more. But if it's a wet, heavy shit, sometimes yeah. you can't even do, like, a couple inches just because... Mm-hmm. It gets so heavy so far. I mean, you try to shovel that shit. Yeah, and like, even snowblow, dude, it's like... Yeah, you can't you use a snowblower. Bogging down, down the shit. snowblower, because yeah. it's like... Yeah, you have to fucking ooh, shovel ooh. it, so that fucking sucks. Get a back workout then. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, Wear actually, out those discs. Yeah, Real fuck. fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm thinking I'm, I'm getting kind of old for, like, just shoveling. It's nice to do it, um, like... I don't like plowing the whole time, either, like... Sitting in a truck for eight hours, yeah. But yeah, shoveling for eight or ten hours—that's like the other extreme. So it's nice, it's nice to have a route that's in the middle. Where right. I shovel a few sidewalks, get out, stretch out, but I'm mostly <laughs> in the truck. In the truck, not plowing. breaking my back. Right. I'm excited to shovel tomorrow or tonight. Just fucking. So do you? You guys go together then, or do you go separately? I'm with a different guy. Okay. There's a new guy, right? Yeah, this will be his second storm. We're uh, testing them out or whatever. Testing <laughs> them out, jeez. Just, just tryouts. Yeah, because I guess the first one, they said he uh, didn't seem like he was keeping up. So. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Brought Colin back to keep pace, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it felt like a fucking like a action movie or something. Like, we got the gang back together for fucking one last mission. We got up at uh, Partners for lunch for the meeting to like figure out who was going to be in what truck and... Talk That's about cool. the routes and shit, because like, a lot of shit's changed since last year. But uh, yeah, like Colin, because he's you know, doing the police academy thing, and then I'm going to school now. Um, and fucking, if you could, if you ever see Mike Gross, you're lucky enough. So <laughs> He was there, the whole gang was all there. So we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gross fucking, is going to be there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was fun getting everybody back together. Because our, our boss, is, he's got he had uh, neck surgery today. So he's out of commission for this weekend, so he's, he's, like, asking for extra help or whatever, especially guys that have, you know, done it before, like, know the routes and everything, so, um, 
yeah, I don't know. It should be, should be a good time. We fucking sometimes we talk a little shit over the radio. We all have a little fucking like walkie talkies and shit, and you know, sometimes you <laughs> talk a little trash, pass yeah, the time. That's cool. You guys are all close like that. I think we had talked a little bit at a previous podcast about how some of those, like snow, like a snow removal company or like you know like the county, yeah, how they do it too, and it's like just the like it's a crazy kind of small like little fleet. Yeah, goes out and just like yeah clears all this stuff and does all this work. Like one, <laughs> you know, a lot of other people, majority of other people are just sleeping, just and sleeping, then they wake right. up in the morning and they're like. Oh, my driveway's clean because I, you know, give somebody 50 bucks to do it. It's like, well, in the middle of the night, they just came and did it. Now this morning I can go to work and not have to worry. It's like, that's a huge, yeah, huge like, thing. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm sure the, the county and the city are extremely, like, efficient and more so than you'd we like are. you think even. so, right? Yeah, you'd hope, you'd hope they're, they, you know, have science behind them. But, um, cause, but even us, though, I, I remember pretty much every year me and Sean would spend, like, I don't know, two, three hours setting up the, like, plot everything on Google Maps and, like, divide the route, you know, in, like, cardinal directions and then design the route on the list so that, you know, you don't have to double back and you're not missing shit. And, uh, yeah, so I can put a lot of work into, into getting it to be, like, efficient like that so where we can just fucking run through. And then, yeah, usually we'd have Mike. Um, he just chills at home. He's, like, dispatch. He just got his two fucking screens in front of him and he, like, Whenever you finish a property, you tell him the time you finished, and he logs that, and then fucking, like, gets the billing information and, like, sends it to the customer, like, immediately to try and, like, stay on top of everything. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, you just, like, radio in when you're done, and then he fucking, whatever, and, um, you know, if you finish your list, you'll ask him, like, where you should go, and he can check and see what's been done on other people's list or who's behind or whatever the fuck. It's pretty cool. Like, be a little fucking, I don't know, yeah, little team. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. I mean, uh, <clears throat> a unit. Yeah. How many properties do you guys do, just out of curiosity? <clears throat> Dude, this year is crazy low. So I think, man, I want to say last year we had over 200 accounts. And this year, it's insane. Like, the shovel list is only half a page. And I think when I started, it was, like, a page and a half. So we have, like, lost, like, two-thirds of what we used to have. They just they don't really like doing it anymore. I was talking to x about that it seems like your boss is only taking the job yeah just i think just trying to rely on the weather is such a crapshoot because you 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 know if it snows a lot you're you're doing pretty good and you're making money but there's a lot of times where um accounts just pay like one big like um businesses will just pay like one flat rate for the season and so you know if it doesn't snow a lot like that's cool because we still get paid the same amount and we didn't have to use fuel and you know equipment but um, most of them are just like per time. So yeah, if you're not, if it doesn't snow a lot, you're not making money. And then on top of that, <clears throat> you have to like plan your construction schedule around the fact that it might snow. So you can't be too, you know, you don't want to be booked too tight Yeah. where if you have to snow plow for three days, then you're, you're like way fucked. Mm-hmm. So, and so, you know, you dial back on that and then if it doesn't snow, then your construction's slow and snow removal's slow. So they didn't reach out to any, uh, <clears throat> like private accounts this year they just waited for people to, if they called them or whatever you know it was fine but they didn't like try to get anybody back this mm-hmm. year just to try and like phase out of it but um yeah i don't know because i mean we have six trucks two of them are salt like dump trucks we put huge fucking salt spreaders in the back of them you know and uh so i think we have seven plows <clears throat> and then two back plows so, I mean, there's just a lot of fucking parts, like, they, they break. Like, you just plan for them to break, and 
<clears throat> try to have like time to to get the parts ordered and get them fixed and everything but um that should just it just gets expensive like by nature you know mm-hmm. so yeah they're trying to get out of it so this year it's not a lot but last year it was it was around 200 accounts so yeah, I don't crazy. know what it is this year. It's a lot less. But. I'm sure doing snow <laughs> removal and then construction has got to be so difficult in the wintertime. Because if we have, <clears throat> you know, if we get 12 feet of snow, it's like, and it's like snowing every three days, we're getting a couple inches every time. That's a lot of time that you can't figure into construction. Yeah. If you only get, you know, if you only get a couple feet in a year, you know, three feet in the whole season, it's like, you might have two big storms, three big storms, and that's where a majority of it comes from. You don't have to plow any other times. Yeah. And if you can't... Yeah, so you might be all caught up on construction, and then you're just like... have people sitting at home. Fucking yeah. around, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I don't think they like having to <laughs> having it vary that much. Mm-hmm. And it's just random. Just based yeah, I'm on sure the flat rate jobs are the, the hot ones. <clears throat> that they're like, we'll take this one. Yeah. Unless so. you get a really snowy year. Yeah, you can get fucked on that where, you know, if, if you know. Yeah, you can't even focus on construction because you well, get so much snow. Well, I'm just saying you can get, like, fucked where you have to go out so many times that you're losing money on that flat rate account. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I see. Where, yep. Okay. Yeah, um, definitely. Because <clears throat> a lot of those places, too, you know, will have at least a couple trucks at. Like, we do, like, the Ice Hawks parking lot. Re- yeah, those big parking lots. Yeah, like, shit like that where, you know, those back plows, those pole plows are fucking awesome, but, um,. Yeah, we've had, we'll get big storms where we'll send all six of us out to Ice Hawks and, to just do it, because, I mean, if you had one guy try to do it, it'd take forever. I, like, on a snowfall like this, like, a four-inch snowfall, let's say it's nice and light and fluffy, it'll probably still take Tony with the back plow. I don't know, it'll probably take him over an hour to do Ice Hawks, and that's just on, like, a, a nice snow. You know what I mean? If it's wet and heavy, like, fucking at least double that time, and then you gotta be careful, you know, get wet, heavy snow, um... If guys don't really know the capabilities of the equipment, you're way more likely to break something. Mm-hmm. You break something in the middle of a fucking storm, like, that's such a shitty feeling to yeah, fucking... Yeah. And, like, sometimes, it, you know, it's just kind of random, and sometimes it's, you know, like a hydraulic line on bust, and it was just like, it was maybe it was just going to go when it was going to go. Maybe, you know, somebody didn't abuse it, but, yeah, you're just, like, in the middle of a snowstorm, fucking... So now you're behind all those accounts, and there's certain ones that you got to get done in time. Like, you know, if it's Sunday morning... We have, like, several churches we do, or we do the Point and Plover post offices, so, like, we have to get those done before the semi-trucks get there, mm-hmm. and then, like, less important maybe, but, like, bars and businesses and shit like that, you know, some of them we have to be done by 9 a.m. or 10 a.m., mm-hmm. you know, we do a couple schools, too, so, yeah, there's a lot of those where if one person can't do their thing, like, you, you know, you kind of got to scramble to mm-hmm. fill that and get certain ones done in time. Yeah. It's fun, though. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's one of those shitty things that you can all kind of commiserate. You know, at the end yeah. of the morning, if, if it hasn't been too shitty of a morning, you know, we might go get breakfast at a diner or something and fucking bullshit about it and laugh about fucking, oh, man, I fucking, yeah, whatever the fuck, you know, yeah. all, that, all that good shit. <laughs> whatever the fuck, whatever crazy shit happened out there. Saw somebody spin out. One time I saw a guy, um, <laughs> he, fuck, like, easy enough mistake to make. Especially if the fire hydrant didn't have its fucking little orange flag. But there was a guy who got his truck stuck backed up on a fire hydrant. He was just like plowing the sidewalk. <laughs> that was, I was like, oh man, glad it's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. Ew. That's the worst kind of mistake to see when you look at it and you're like, I could definitely make that mistake. Yeah, like, oh. Like, glad it's not me. Because it could have been. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like, oh, that's got to be embarrassing. Oh, man. <laughs> but. You guys want to take a break? Yeah, sure. Take take a leak. 
No, airborne troops is a fucking crazy idea. Was, so first of all, they fucking they they can't control their parachutes. Like when you go to like a fucking skydiving place in Minnesota, and they got the fucking little pulley things up by their, you don't have those. You just have now they're square. They used to just be round parachutes. So you're just at the mercy of the wind, and they want you to just like you know if you're floating through the air, Geneva Convention says you can't shoot people, but the Germans did. So. They want you to, you know, be in the air for as little as possible. You're pretty fucking vulnerable. So they drop you from, like, hella low, and you hit the ground. It's the same force as jumping off of a fucking overpass on the highway. That's how hard they hit. Yeah, people fucking regularly, but they, like, they do the math to, like, lose a certain amount of fucking people, like, right away. They're like, all right, we need fucking 150 people for this mission. Send 200, because 50 of them are going to break their fucking legs when they land. It's fucking crazy. I had a buddy... Tim Ekoff, shout out. Fucking one of my best friends at AIT, man. Uh, bad motherfucker. Anyway, yeah, he fucking hit a Humvee and, like, fucking punctured his lung and broke his ribs and, like, all this other shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. But oh. there hasn't been a combat jump since, uh, I think they did one in Iraq. I think 173rd did one in Iraq just to, like, fucking do it. But <laughs> they don't, like, regularly do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. The last one be- was, like, did they do that in Vietnam? I don't think so. I thought World War II was like the last <clears throat> time that 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 was that tactic was really like deployed on a large scale. That was really fucking deployed on a large scale. We'd drop tens of thousands at a fucking time, and just flood the entire place with just like fill the sky with parachutes, drown them in dropping people. Fodder, cannon fodder. Pretty much. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just yeah. Throw, yeah, just throw, throw soldiers at them. Just, yeah, because Germany kind of ignored the Geneva Convention, and yeah, you hear some of the fucking stories of the people from, they would land, and there would still be people coming down, and the Germans would be shooting flak, so their parachutes would just, and they described them as, like, dropping, you know, you ever been to a pumpkin drop? That's pretty Jesus. much how they, that's how they fucking describe, well, you're falling 2,000 feet, like, and hitting the ground, like, yeah. One of the wildest warfare techniques out there. Yeah. I wonder if that's how high they were up. I don't know. Because they were, like, a lot lower than that. But, like, when they do, like, training shit, but I have no idea what they what they did in World War II. I guess in World War II, they weren't that great at it. They were pretty low. But... But I don't know. I guess certain... Certain circumstances would have you switch up the altitude anyway. Man, I was thinking about something... Well, the G- okay, this is what I thought. All right. The Geneva Convention... Wasn't until after World War Two. Yeah, uh, I was like, I thought it was like the late forties, and yeah, it was nineteen forty nine. Nice, good pull. So. <clears throat> Thanks for pulling that up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, gotta go yeah. to the Google machine. You, you got it, man. Or the DuckDuckGo, depending on what it is. Dude, uh, the Imitation Game. Have you seen that movie? The Imitation. I've game. seen it, and I've seen the title, but I've never watched it. So I was learning about it. We had to learn about it for music and film, and then we were studying consciousness and whether or not computers can think and philosophy. So Alan Turing wrote about that, and that's the guy from the Imitation Game. He was the guy who like invented basically the first computer to crack the uh, Enigma machine that the Germans were using to code their messages. So, um, yeah, the movie's just about that process, how he fucking that's went cool. to work for the, the British uh, Royal Army or whatever with this other team Cold of scientists. Breakers. And, yeah, they fucking designed this fucking... Um, Big ass fucking computer to to break the code. It was fucking yeah. It's a good ass movie. It's really intense. It's intense though. Like it's crazy because like he's gay and that's like illegal. So he's like 
you got to deal like that's a that's a whole another element to the story and, you're like, and that's oh, historically shit. accurate yeah yeah oh, okay. yeah fucking anyway yeah definitely check that movie out. that's crazy speaking of World War Two and fucking Nazis and shit that was a you know, what's really wild movie. is back then even on like in like the good places it was so legal to be gay it's like oh shit yeah yeah it shows us at the <laughs> end of the movie it shows it shows a stat at the end of the movie like from like eighteen something to like fucking like 1950 or 1960 something like how many fucking gay men were like executed in fucking great britain and shit like christ yeah that's fucking wild but dude i have this i have a fucking i have another book um fucking called code girls it's about the americans side of that i only made it that far through it like a quarter of the way through it but uh um they enlisted like a lot of women they would get these women right out of college because i guess women are better at breaking codes than men so they, uh, I don't know if that was all of it or if it was just there was more of them than there were men that were weren't drafted, but like weren't in combat. Yeah, but I think um, I think it was mostly like they were just better at it, <clears throat> and uh, so they were just getting these girls right out of college, and they were like, "Hey, uh, do you need a place to live and a job and you know help with the war?" So most of them were like, "Yeah." So then they're like, "Here, fucking." Take this test and we'll figure out if you're fucking good enough. And yeah, so they just had all these this, these teams of women just fucking getting all these codes in and fucking breaking them and you know stopping attacks and shit like that. I guess it says in the imitation game that fucking D Day they they intercepted the messages that helped them win D Day. So like yeah, cause like I don't know, I, I don't want to give too many spoilers or any spoilers, but that was like part of it is like they couldn't they couldn't just fucking once they broke the code they couldn't just start doing shit because then they would figure out that they broke the code. Right. So they needed to, like, be really strategic about when... So, like, D-Day was one where they're like, all right, fucking... Yeah. Get in... Get on in there. Yeah, it was fucking... That's a cool-ass movie. Check it out. And the fucking scoring is really fucking good, too. <laughs> it was worth worth learning about in college. <laughs> okay. Okay, I see. I see. So many things went wrong for the Germans on D-Day. Just... Dude, so many things went so wrong for them in both world wars. Oh. <laughs> like, if they would have actually had legitimate strokes of luck, could have definitely conquered Europe for, like, a while. They did at first. Yeah, but it didn't last. Yeah. Like, if they could have fended off, like, the D-Day invasion, like, they would have probably controlled Europe for a long time. Well, the one place on, I guess it's the Western Front, is when Germany didn't finish off Britain. They had their Royal Air Force down to, like, 36 planes. Like, the British were fucked. Fuck. <laughs> like, they were literally fucked. They wow. had more planes than they had pilots. That I was before really... the U.S. was, like, in. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They could have taken Britain, but Hitler didn't really know naval strategy, and he refused to let his navy loose in the Atlantic. Like, he let them loose, but not completely loose, because he didn't want them fucking up the Americans, because he had no interest in fucking with the Americans, because he didn't want to die. And so, by the time that he had the British on their heels, he changed his mind and went for Russia instead. If he had taken Britain, like, where would we have invaded from? Africa, I guess. Didn't he not really want Britain, though, either? No, he did. He really wanted Britain. He tried multiple different strategies to take Britain. Like, it was all from the air. And every time that his Navy generals would come to him with a plan, he'd shoot it down, and he's like, no, our Air Force will take care of it. 
because they had the radar system around the island. So first he tried targeting that, and I think they targeted it for like three weeks. They took out one tower, then he was like, no, we're going to target cities. And then they targeted, the, that was the bombing of London, and absolutely devastating. And then he changed his mind again, and decided he was going to take out aircraft and airports, like the RAF airports. And they decimated the Royal Air Force. They were completely out of bombers. They couldn't do shit. They had like 30-some fighters left and even fewer pilots. I think they were down in the 20s on pilots against literally tens of thousands of German aircraft. And then he, he just went for Russia and he made two fronts because he thought he could just plow through Russia. And that, that's really when everything went to hell, because then right after that, Japan decided to go after this little tiny island, and then America decided to step in in North Africa, and yeah, it all went down from there. Russia's probably pretty much one of the most impossible countries to invade, too. Oh, yeah. Everyone's failed. Yeah. I mean, Napoleon. Napoleon. Famously. Oh, too bad. Yeah. The, well, the uh, the Germanic barbarians fucking forced Constantine out of Rome. Yeah, fucking Germans have always been fucking up Europe. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely, uh, like, historically very war, <laughs> like, warlike, yeah. like, Conquerors. people. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. X was thinking about going to study there. I was telling him about the weird fucking laws there, like, on, they have this, like, I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but on Sundays, like, you have to be quiet. Like, you can't, like, cut your grass, and you can't, like, fucking use, like, a chainsaw, or, like, you know, use, like, you can't be, like, loud on Sundays. It's, like, illegal, yeah. What the fuck? And then, the most fucked up thing is the fucking bodies of water. Have I told you about that? Have I ranted about this? No. No. There's no public bodies of water. Every body of water is private. It's owned by the country, and then it's leased by people, but the leases are all, like, temporary. Like private leases. So, yeah. they have to, like, every, like, few years or whatever, it fucking, like, changes owners, and then, if you want to fish there, you have to go talk to the owner, and, well, first of all, to get the fishing license, it's, like, two, two or three days, maybe it's, like, 24 hours of, like, class, it was at least a weekend of classes, and then, like, a written test and shit like that to get your license, which, honestly, I wish they would do around here. I wish you had to go to, like, a, not, you know, like, hunter safety, but for fishing, like, Fucking fisherman's class. Just just learn about, like, f- fucking fish and, like, ecology and stuff like that. And learn how to not be a piece of shit and why you have to have certain laws, I guess. I don't know. Why you should Whatever. obey certain laws, like, why they're there. Yeah, exactly. Like, the limits. Like a lot of people and... that violate are, like, they just don't understand why the law's in place. And they're yeah. like, well, this is just infringing on my rights. And yeah. it's like, no, asshole. Yeah, there's a fucking, there's a science reason. There's a reason that, that it's like that. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, I wish I kind of wish we had something like that here, but anyway, so you do that to get the license, and then you have to go with, like, a fucking passport photo to the fucking local government building and get this fucking photo ID. Um, it's a big, long, expensive process to get a fishing license there, and then you find a body of water, and then you have to go talk to the, the owner and get permission, and then you have to find out what, like, any additional they can add to but not take away the laws. So, like, like if restrictions. They, yeah, so, like, if they only wanted you fucking, you know, keeping... Trout or something, whatever the fuck it would be, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Not here where you can just get your license online and then fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> go fucking. Where the ability for residents in their state to hunt in America and almost any state is is, is yeah. unparalleled anywhere. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Except maybe Canada. <clears throat> I don't know anything about Canada's hunting laws. 
I know it's a great place. A lot of people go up there to fish over the summer. A lot of people go up there to hunt too, but Canada has, and granted, I'm a moron. I don't really know that this is just like my basic understanding of it, but a majority of Canada's population is in urban areas, but they have a shitload of rural land. So yeah. they have like kind of overly liberal laws about like hunting in some instances. Like I think in like British Columbia, it's illegal to grizzly hunt. And they have, like, some one of the highest population densities of grizzlies in the world. I wouldn't grizzly hunt if you paid me to fucking grizzly hunt. Like, really? No. I don't know if I'd want to walk in a yeah. woods with a bear and purposefully, like, seek it out. Like, I don't know. When I go in a woods and I know there are bears there, I avoid the bears. I don't want to, like, track it down. I guess you... Isn't it illegal to use dogs to bear hunt, though? Maybe... Uh... In some areas of Canada, but in the in Wisconsin you can in northern Wisconsin. Yeah, I guess you can't down here. You should be able to down down here. It's fucking. I don't. I agree with it, but that's a lot. There's that much of a bear population down here. I don't know much. There's plenty of bears around here, my friend. I guess never seen one. I saw a picture from a trail camera of a mountain lion from somebody in Mopaca County. Yeah, this year in like October. God damn, you're listening to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're something, man. It's amazing how far they fucking travel. Yeah, yeah. They were uh, talking about that on one of the Meat Eater podcasts. You know, when they, when they get them collared and shit, mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll go everywhere. They'll, they'll go, go like from, a thousand miles. Yeah, they'll go like down to Arkansas from here and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, <laughs> it is crazy. It's and it makes impressive. sense that they live down there, like in the Ozarks and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it does make sense that they would that would be habitat for them. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, that would be a fucking interesting thing to hunt, too. Get one of those fucking things. Yeah. Bear Grease did uh, a couple episodes. It's one of the Meat Eater podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, with a dry ground lion hunter. I can't remember his name. Warner Glenn from Arizona. Warner Glenn. Awesome episode. But they talk about how they do it with, like, you know, with hounds. Yeah, and tree. dry dry ground dry ground just means like no snow because that's how a lot of people hunt them is in the snow. You just catch a track, follow the track, mm. but dry ground you obviously can't do that. So they'll get hounds and like run them with hounds. Right on. Yeah, tree <clears throat> which would be sick. That would be so much fun. Yeah, that would be the thrill of the chase. Yeah, <laughs> I delivered uh like a big kind of dresser thing to a house last week, and they had a mountain lion. Mountain. Yeah. It was sweet. It was it was a big cat. Fuck. You like look at the the, the forearms, you know, on the from the paws. Yeah. It's just like holy shit. <laughs> you know, it's they're huge. They're like two by fours. They're just Fuck. dense. <laughs> yeah, I was I was shooting at Bucks and Bulls yesterday and uh they have that fucking bear mount there for yeah. that guy. I was just looking at that fucking thing like Jesus Christ man. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> bears I don't know. They're just fucking monsters. They're just, they're yeah, just and that, that one is a huge just one. Just giant claw, like ridiculous claws, like bigger than my fucking hands. And yeah, yeah, just huge teeth, fucking massive thing that would ragdoll you. You wouldn't stand a, a, any kind of chance. Yeah, man. or even think about like a deer. Yeah, like <laughs> a, like how fast bear are. Then you have a bear that's that big taking that big a stride. Right. If the average bear runs thirty miles an hour, that fucking thing probably runs forty. Yeah. And it's just like barreling through the woods, like fucking swiping them on the fucking spine. Yeah, right. Yeah, can't, break it in half. Can't bears break spines? Like, isn't that their move? They break I know the grizzlies spine? can. Grizzlies yeah, yeah. There's that, that video of a grizzly doing it to a fucking moose. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. 
just fucking muscle. <laughs> right through it. And those claws, I'm sure, are, like, super sharp. So if they just oh. touch you, it would cut you, much less if it had, like, force behind it. It would oh. slice like it was butter. Yeah, it's so fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never go in the woods without a sidearm, even in Wisconsin. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a mountain lion here. Yeah, you, up, well, I've seen up, bears. Up by your I've parents' seen, land, too. Yeah, it's like, especially up there, right? There's tons of predators up there in, like, the yeah. North Woods. So it's Those like, are, you said you saw that cougar, you were, yeah. you were dirt bike. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I've never taken chances. <laughs> Even down here where we hunt, there's a pretty big wolf population. Like, yeah, uh, I've seen wolves. But, wolves uh, aren't that dangerous they, they don't to really humans. Me. Like, they, they like to like skirt around you. and. I'm not going to take a chance. Yeah. Fuck no. I don't <laughs> like walking in the woods in the dark, like getting up you know, during deer season. Yeah. Getting up into your stand, you go in before it gets light out and you can hear shit cracking around you. And it's like, I know it's a wolf. I saw the wolves here Probably. the other day. And it's like, like I know that's them. And I, I just got to keep walking because I feel like if I look scared, they're going to fucking like be like, oh, this bitch is scared. Let's get Let's him. eat him. Yeah, I try, to, <laughs> I, I try to carry myself as a predator. Right, because yeah, like, I mean, too. you know, like the animals know you're a predator. Yeah, you think you're like a predator. Right. So if you if you walk around like yeah, like you're fucking a predator, I feel like you got a better chance. <laughs> you know, you're projecting that aura. And they're yeah. like, all right, this guys, fucking here to fuck shit up. Because I mean, yeah, like they say, you can like scare bears away. We you know, get real big or whatever. You yeah, yell at them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's how probably eighty percent of bear encounters end is. The human just yells at it. Yeah, and the bear's like, all right, fucking A, man. Jesus. <laughs> Chill out, dude. Enjoy. <laughs> Fine. Goddamn. <laughs> you remember that fucking commercial where that guy, like, fights that bear? Do you remember that? It was, like, a beer commercial or something stupid. I, you don't I, remember I, that? I feel like dude, I it. Dude, yeah. like, it was, like, one of those, like, kind of Super Bowl commercials or something. And, uh, I don't remember why the guy was fighting a bear, but he was fighting this bear. I think he kicks it in the dick. <laughs> It sounds like a Jackie Moon thing. It was pretty funny. I was fucking... And it was, like, you know, it purposely, like, hilarious. Like, the yeah. bear was, like, doing, like, the Ali footwork, you oh, know? Oh, like, okay, okay. It was, it was, like, purposely, like, a funny fucking thing. And they did, like... So it wasn't, like, an actual like, bear. It was, like, some CGI it was, yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of that. <laughs> I'll put a screenshot of it on the Instagram. <laughs> Link yeah. to the YouTube, people. <laughs> yes. See what the fuck I'm talking about. Little ranger. Ranger the dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Is he usually up like all day? No. <laughs> no, he sleeps he a lot. He naps okay. a lot. Big, uh, big sleepy boy. I think sometimes he's just bored. Like I have those puzzles. We got him another puzzle for Christmas too. Those will keep him entertained for a few minutes. <laughs> and uh, a puzzle, like a dog puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's got to like move stuff around. There's no that one's like two-phased you put the treat inside of a little thing that slides and then there's a little thing that like pivots and blocks that piece for the first piece from moving so he has to move the the swivelly piece and then push the other piece and then push it back because it like drops the treat into like a little like divot and then he has to push it back and then the treat's in that little divot wow yeah he figured it out pretty fast and like now he he can do it pretty well but he's a smart guy yeah yeah i try to keep him in the summer, he just lays outside. He fucking loves that shit. This old lady that walks by thought he died. She was like, I, I walked by and saw the dog one day. He didn't look like he was doing very well. <laughs> I was like, no, he's just sleepy. <laughs> and then Colin one time, too. I sent him a picture because Ranger was laying down. And uh, the fucking there was like two squirrels like right by him. And like he just didn't give a fuck. 
And so I sent him a picture. He's like, I thought that was a picture of Ranger dead. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck would I take? Like, what do you, like, what? Why would they send you a picture of that? <laughs> yeah. No, he's just sleeping and the squirrels are right by, he doesn't care. Oh man. But yeah, he loves that shit. He'll go out and lay out there. He'll do it without a leash sometimes too. Like if I go out there and do my homework. I'll just, like, let him chill in the yard, and he just sleeps. <laughs> so he doesn't run away? Is that what you said for a while? He yeah, he'll, so he does okay, super, I would never let him go unsupervised, like, even for a few seconds, but yeah. um, he, he's he got a pretty good idea of where our yard is, and he's got a pretty good idea that, like, I'll let him run around our front yard. Um, there's once or twice, he's, like, I don't know if he's, like, kind of pulled a muscle or something. He got too excited. when Right when I get home from school during the summer, or when it's not snowy anyway, I'd let him out, and then we'd, like, run around the yard a little bit and kind of play fetch or whatever. Um, but one twice, he, uh, I don't know, must have just kind of tweaked something or whatever and kind of yelped a little bit and then was kind of limping. So we don't do that anymore because, I don't know, he's, he doesn't he doesn't have it in him to be juking around, I guess. So take it a little more easy. But, yeah, don't um, hurt him. Yeah, but uh, he'll go out there and he'll kind of run around the yard a little bit and uh, sniff on some stuff and whatever. And then just lay down <laughs> and just fucking chill yeah. there. And even, and like, sometimes I just don't even think he notices other dogs walking by. Cause like, they'll be like already gone and he'll kind of pick up his head and kind of sniff. <laughs> and then be like, oh, whatever, they're already gone. Finally smell like, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. He's just, he's just fucking chill, man. He just likes relaxing for the most part. But, um, I mean, not even a month ago, cause there was snow on the ground. Uh, we got back from a walk and, uh, I let him sniff around and, fucking took my eye off of him to i think i was probably throwing his little poop away in the garbage and came back around to the front of the house and he took off into the neighbor's yard and was sniffing around there and i was like little shithead but he came right probably fox over there something oh yeah he took him to the that fucking dog beach over there Mm -hmm. on the on the west side of the river and uh i thought he'd be cool and it's like mostly fenced in but not like you can't like they didn't have the fence all the way in the fucking water so there was a small area of shore that a dog could squeak by, and he did. Really? <laughs> and he was like running down the fucking golf, the fucking disc golf course, and then uh, I just I, it was a hot day. That's why we went swimming. So I knew he wasn't gonna be able to run very far. So I just like kind of walked after him, kind of jogging, and uh, he crossed that fucking street right there, went into someone's yard, and I fucking caught up to him. But yeah, he'll so he'll he'll still take off. He gets a little adventurous, but on a warm sun, sunny day, he just wants to. Lay out in the yard and fucking relax. Take a nap. I can vibe with that. But, yeah, anywhere, especially not our house. Like, he knows our yard all right, but fucking... He got away at her grandma's house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got the muskrat. Let him go. <laughs> hope he doesn't try to eat that. <laughs> it was, I had to stop getting him those toys that had, like, stuffing in them because he just rips it out, and then sometimes he'll eat it. So I got him the ones that have, like, a rope inside of it. So he'll just like chew a hole in them, pull the rope out, but then it gets to this point where it's like a flap of animal, and he'll chew on it and get it really like wet and gross, and then it like rips, and then sometimes he tries to eat the little pieces. So just gotta watch him. Now I have to watch him, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, gives him something to do. He fucking loves antlers, and like the yeah, and like if it's like an authentic like locally shed one. He'll get, like, real wolf-like about that shit. Like, he'll even growl at me if I try to take it from him. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Really? Like yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But if I buy one from Petco, it's, it's usually not too bad, but... He's like, yeah, this one's... This isn't legit. This is from a farm. <laughs> I don't like this one. 
Tastes like fake minerals. Still likes it. Goes crazy. Tries to get the marrow out. Antlers have marrow. Well, I don't know whatever the fucking middle part is. I, think it's just I don't like, know. It's, it's like calcium. It's minerals. It's not yeah. bone technically. I don't think. I know calcium elk is like or bone. Yeah, but it's a lot of like minerals. Yeah. Because that's why you don't find like around here with how many deer there are. Yeah. You don't find that many sheds. Yeah. Because so many animals, especially you know like the little tree rats of sorts. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, well, yeah, we got think we'll about bunch them all down. Fucking coyotes we got, and fucking raccoons, and yeah, yeah. anything with anything canine like probably fucking munches the hell out of those. Yeah. Yeah, look at him. Because <laughs> yeah, he's a good boy. I don't know. I've just never thought about it. Like, what is an antler? Like, I always thought it was like bone. I don't know. It looks like bone. It's kind of like bone, but I don't think, and a white tail. I don't think it's actually bone. Well, I yeah, think it would be weird if an actual bone like fell off periodically. There's got to be something different. I think an elk antler is straight up the same bone. It's really? just a bone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like there's something different about at least white tail, but... But I know when they're in velvet, that's got fucking blood vessels in it, so when they fucking scrape it off, it bleeds all over the fucking place. Have you seen the pictures so of, like, the moose and the elk when they're in yeah, velvet? Like, it's just like, it looks like they fucking ripped someone to shreds with their antlers, yeah. and it's just, like, blood dripping down them. Yeah. Dude, Dude I should paint one of those. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna paint a fucking... They are bone. Yeah, antlers are bone. All antlers are bone. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Horns are keratin. Okay. okay. Which is what's, like, like snails skin and nails and, and the hair. hair yep. So, so they can feel what happens to their antlers. I don't think they can once they're out of velvet, but I know they can when they're in velvet. I guess that makes sense. Or I believe they can when they're in velvet. That sounds right. I'd believe that. Yeah, if you got all this blood. If we were playing bar trivia, I'd be like, "Yep, Billy's right." That's it. That's it. Send it in. Billy's right. gonna get a just gonna get a nap tonight but that's all right sometimes that's better you meeting at 10 45 or are you leaving at 10 45 ish um something like that depends how yeah plow down at 11 so however long it's gonna take me to get to my first one i think my first one is final score but i'm not gonna go there at 11 p.m so that's yeah just... good idea i don't feel the problem no there's probably gonna be, be a bunch of people there so yeah Plus, and you don't want to be downtown around bar clothes either. You know, people like jumping in the bed of your truck and shit. Jesus, yeah, Not the final scores downtown, but or we had, fucking people, people have actually do off, that. Like, leaving the bars, probably. I've heard. I've heard I, I had to uh, over the summer. I had to drive through this little shithole. It was actually called Partyville, and yeah, it's where my be, dad graduated from high school. Really, <laughs> yeah, it's a little shithole. Yeah, but it would be like because we run almost all night in the semis, and it would be like Friday, Saturday night, and it would be like bar close time and i'd be going through a semi and just people shit faced like i almost killed someone like they, they just walked out into the road i don't think they were like sober enough to like know what a vehicle was because she just walks stumbles out into the road i put on the brakes lay on the horn she looks up and just stares at me like i come to a complete stop like 15 feet in front of her and she's she just stares at me like yeah. for like five extra seconds and then she continues walking i'm like what people <laughs> Especially I, drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
dude, I remember being in college and literally getting out of the bars and it's like a snowstorm and like running like four blocks through the snow, like just having a fucking blast, like so hammered, like fucking going home. <laughs> well, do we want to fucking call it if you gotta, you guys both gotta go? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's whatever. Yeah. We're at a, probably about an hour, a little over an hour. Right. Yeah, it can be good. We can uh, plug our social media and all that shit. Yeah, Marine <coughs> underscore Barbarians. Instagram. Yeah, check us out. Um, that's about all we got. Probably have Strem next time. Strem and his, uh, his co-worker, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think next time's going to be like a rune episode. Yeah. So. 33. Strem, Strem loves his numerology, so. 33 Big is double guy. <laughs> but, uh. All right, yeah, well, thanks for listening. We'll have uh, Strem play a pre-recorded outro at this point.